If there's one thing we know about Hampton Roads, it's that we're an amazing area with a lot of different cities and counties. But if I'm keeping it real, we've got a bit of an identity crisis. Are we Coastal Virginia? Are we 757? Tidewater? Or is it our favorite Hampton Roads? Either way, we are very connected by way of bridges and tunnels. But how well are we actually connecting on a community level? How often are we sharing our success stories and shining a light on our communities? When was the last time you met someone and really connected to what they're doing? It's okay if your answer is, I can't remember. That's why we're here. I'm Stephen Abbott. And I'm Kara Mims. We're both realtors with Abbott Realty who love to serve our community. We're here to keep it real and share all things 757. From real estate to community and everything in between. Let's get connected, Hampton Roads. Welcome back to Get Connected, Hampton Roads. Today, I'm so excited that we have Janet B. Green, the CEO of Habitat for Humanity of the Peninsula and Greater Williamsburg, here to share about all things Habitat. If you haven't met Janet before, she joins us from Northern Virginia area with a 20-plus year career in politics, and then in 2002, joined Habitat locally and has led the construction, renovation, and repair of over 500 homes across the peninsula. It's amazing, and we're so thrilled to have her here. Welcome, Janet. Thank you, Stephen. Yay! (laughs) So Janet is a friend and uh, someone that I've known for 11 or 12 years now uh, through my volunteer work with Habitat. So I know Janet really well, but I feel like it's my job to shut up and let everyone else talk this morning, specifically Kara, who can ask some questions in depth about Habitat and help you guys learn more about this amazing organization that's right here in our backyard doing incredible work in the community. So I'm going to ask some icebreakers, Janet, just to get the ball rolling, and then I'm going to let Kara take over because she's so much more amazing at this than me, okay? We deal. Get to know you better. That's right. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Janet, I actually don't know the answer to this one, so I'm thrilled to ask, where is home originally? Uh, That's a tough question. I'm not a military brat, but I was born in New York. And then I was raised in Michigan, but I considered my home Washington, D.C. until I moved here to the Hampton Roads area. Very good. So I have to ask, what part of New York? Uh, Born in White Plains. Okay. um, Just outside the city. And uh, then uh, my parents, who didn't ask me because I was three, um, moved to Ann Arbor, Michigan, where the University of Michigan is. Cool. Very good. And I also should know this and don't. Was it Habitat specifically that brought you to Hampton Roads or was it something else? No, it was something else called my husband. Uh, We met at a wedding up in D.C. Thank you, Bill, by the way. Right. (laughs) We met at a wedding in D.C. in 99 and uh, he lived down here. And so we commuted for two years. And if you know anything about transportation from Washington, D.C. to Norfolk, Virginia, uh, it was pretty bad. And finally, he's a uh, juvenile and domestic court judge. Um, And uh, there was a change in administrations, let's say, up in D.C. And so I said, I love the ocean. I really seem to love the area. And let's try it. So that's what brought me here. And it's been 20 several years now. And boy, am I happy I made that change. Boy, are we happy you did it, too. We owe Bill a gratitude for going to that wedding. There you go. <laughs> so part of our podcast is aimed at getting the message out about what makes Hampton Roads so wonderful and how people can feel more connected with it. So personally, what's your favorite local spot, your favorite hidden treasure? I know you 
lived in Norfolk, and now you're in Virginia Beach. So what's Janet's favorite thing in Hampton Roads? It's got to be the Hampton Roads Bridge Tunnel because it's uh, where I spend most of my time. (laughs) Exactly. Now, I do live in Virginia Beach and work up here in the peninsula, so I am by tunnel. So every day I feel like uh, that's the, the excitement for me of which way am I going to go and how long is it going to take. I do love the ocean. Uh, I didn't grow up near an ocean. So to be right now living on the ocean but five, ten minutes uh, is just such a pleasure. Um, so that's not a hidden treasure because I think everybody knows about it. Quite frankly, one of my favorite hidden treasures is right here in Newport News, the Nolan Trail. Um, I have walked on that. I can't tell you how many times and I feel like I'm getting lost each time. I feel like I am really in the mountains or in the country. Um, and now that, uh, I think a lot of other people have discovered it, it's not so secret anymore. Yeah. It's a real gem in this community. I, I know that I personally have run it, walked it many times. Uh, Kara, I'm sure you have too. Because... I have. My only goal is to stay upright. It's a little <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's cool. Um, so this one's a fun one, Janet. What's a favorite quote for you? Wow. I have really two of them that I use interchangeably. One is Martin Luther King's, everybody can be great because everybody can serve. You don't need to have a college degree. You don't need to have a special expertise. And certainly when it fits with Habitat and my entire career with public service, anybody can serve, which means anybody can be great by MLK. Uh, the other one is Margaret Mead, um, the uh, n- never doubt that a small group of committed uh, citizens can change the world. Indeed, it always has. It, it's the only thing that ever has. And those two things both have resonated with me my whole life um, because uh, I think to get involved, whether it's volunteering, nonprofits, politics, you don't need that area of expertise. You just have to have a big heart and want to serve. Do you think you bring the MLK quote into the Habitat Administrative Offices? I actually do. Yeah, um, I do too. <laughs> so for those of you listening, um, I have a real privilege to be able to work with the team in Janet's office regularly. And I can just tell you, Janet, like what, what I see with your team, your organization, the way you build people up is incredible. And it must happen because you believe that MLA, MLK quote through and through. Uh, It's really fun to watch and I commend you on it. Thank you. One of the greatest joys I get is taking young people or young at heart, interns a lot, uh, or just our new employees. It might be their first job. And I want it to be a great experience. I want them to want to come to work every day to be inspired. And a lot of times in a new job, you feel insecure. You feel like maybe you don't have the background that you should. I think there's that imposter syndrome that we all sometimes feel. I want to make sure that this is the greatest first job that they will ever have. And that because they don't have a specific degree or background, that doesn't mean they can't be great. And so I've used that quote thousands of times probably to say, everybody can be great because everybody can serve. And that goes with all the volunteers with Habitat as well. Yeah, I can see that. It really shines through. And I think it's so true. You know, it's it's really just a matter of mindset and determination mm-hmm. uh, more than anything, I think. Oh, my. I have uh, two best friends, and uh, we are constantly just laughing so much that we can't breathe sometimes. So 
just the other day. I don't cook. I never have cooked. But if you could see me on the radio, I uh, um, don't look like I've ever missed a meal. And just the other day, we were videotaping how she makes uh, a, a, a Hello Dolly bars, which is a very delicious kind of bar. And as she's putting butter in the oven and turning toward the camera on the video, on the cell phone, the butter fell onto the oven and we just laughed. And and it, it just makes me laugh hysterically. So I think good friends and just silly humor. There you go. And a little, um, a little bit of cooking mayhem. That's, right. Uh, yeah. As a non-cook <laughs> myself, I relate. There you go. You understand what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> I make reservations. There yeah, you I'm go. Yeah. Good at that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to try and, and compete and so you can make the best reservations and Carrie, you can just enjoy no, I us. I want to cook off. That's what I want to see. Listen, I'm going to stay <laughs> from the non-cook. Here, water. <laughs> Yeah, the guy who already has his lunch lined up to be delivered right after we finish this. <laughs> right. I'm staying in know. my lane, okay? Good to know. Good to know. Um, all right, so last for me for a little while. Um, tell me something other than those amazing quotes that really inspires you every day. Wow. Um, this sounds like I'm making it relate to Habitat, but it really are volunteers. Um volunteers are just as valuable as the employees, if not more so. They wake up and they say, I think I'm going to get out. Yesterday was 100 plus degrees and they're going to come and help Habitat build a home, repair a home, work in the Habitat restores, which are our home improvement and donation centers. They are choosing to take their time without pay and volunteer. And that just inspires me every single day. Stephen, uh, you are the board uh, chair, but you are a volunteer as well. There are so many wonderful nonprofits, both locally, even nationally, that other people can be involved with. But the fact that people say, I'm willing to give of my time and my energy and my interest and introduce other people to Habitat or introduce them to other things we do, those are the people who inspire me every single day. I love that. You have amazing volunteers. I can attest to that. I was so, you mentioned yesterday, which was so hot. You're right. Uh, I think it was Wednesday. You guys had the um, Christmas in July food drive in partnership with, tell me who it was, because I don't want to get it wrong on the radio. Grove, Grove Christian Outreach and Mission Outreach. Um, yeah. I drove through at like three in the afternoon with a trunk full of stuff. And every volunteer out there had a smile on their face. They were so grateful, so helpful. And I thought, that's so inspiring to me because I can't say if I was standing in a parking lot, it's, you know, radiating heat right. in the middle of July in the afternoon. I don't know that I'd have, like, the biggest smile on my face. Somehow, you manage to really have the right mindset go all the way down to your organization. And I commend you on it. It's really impressive and it's really fun to watch and be a part of. Well, thank you. And the Sleigh Bell uh, food drive, we... Uh, Slaying Hunger, that's what it was, yeah. Slaying Hunger, S-L-E-I-G-H. Um, we uh, collected 7,500 pounds of food in this one day that was incredibly hot. We had literally hundreds of volunteers helping. The community is so generous and just came out and brought food. And that's going to, uh, I, I might have the numbers slightly wrong, but it's over 6,000 meals that will help serve. And especially in the summer when so many school children don't have the benefit of school lunches or school breakfasts, 
with the economy the way it is, whether it's gas prices or we're still dealing with the effects of the pandemic, there are a lot of people that just need that extra help. And oftentimes they don't want to ask for it. And so to partner with these other nonprofits in this area to help our residents who are helping us every day, they might be waitresses in the restaurants or teaching our kids. Um, We all need to help each other. Another favorite quote is all boats rise with high tides. So it's the, it's the same thing is that we all need to help each other. Yes. Well, thank you. Um, Kara, will you step in so that I can just sign off? <laughs> He's not signing off, but I will take over with but the question. I would love for you to ask that. He's checking on his lunch reservation. Right. Lunch reservation. <laughs> That's all awkward. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe one of the ways that you guys do this, but for anyone that maybe doesn't know, which I know it's hard, right? But maybe for someone that doesn't know who Habitat for Humanity is and what they do, especially locally, Describe who you guys are and what you do. And actually, it's a great question because everybody thinks they know Habitat, but they think Habitat gives homes away to poor homeless people. And that is not what we do. That is not what's done in the Commonwealth. That's not what's done in the United States or around the world with Habitat for Humanity. Every single home that is built or repaired is a hand up not a handout. They either have to pay back the monthly no interest mortgage over 20 or 30 years if they're purchasing a new or renovated home, or they pay a small amount on a scale basis with repairs that we do. So everything is paying it forward. So every time you see in the newspaper, you know, something great about a new Habitat house, that homeowner has worked really hard. They have steady employment they have good credit, and they're willing to partner with Habitat. And with their steady employment, they're paying back the no-interest mortgage for 20 or 30 years. The mortgage payment's only going to be about 30% of their income, which is fabulous. Right now in the Hampton Roads area, it's almost 67% that people are paying for rent or mortgage out of their budget. They don't have money left for health care, for medicine, for food, as we were talking about before. But if they can't find a safe, decent, affordable place to live, they're going to be forced to move further and further from their jobs, which makes them a less good employee. And as we saw with gas prices, that really can hurt their budget at that point. So Habitat likes to think of ourselves as an engine in the community that we provide much better employees because they're working closer to home. They can spend more time with their family instead of like I am on the Hampton Roads Bridge <laughs> Tunnel. They're, they're because their kids can hopefully be going to either better schools or their kids have their own room now to study. They can bring their friends over. Every time we're at a Habitat dedication, and Stephen's been fortunate to be at so many of them, I love to, the parents are crying and their moms are crying and their dads are crying. And there's usually an eight-year-old or something there who's looking very bewildered. Why is everybody crying? This eight-year-old doesn't realize, but he or she will now know where they'll continue in elementary school, where they'll go to middle school, where they'll go to high school because they're going to stay in that one location. They don't have to move because of mold or that the rent keeps going up every year. They will be able to make friends in that neighborhood and that neighborhood will watch out for them. So it's really a whole community that Habitat is trying to build. That's a long answer, but when you think you know Habitat, there's a lot more that you're really helping than just this one family. 
Well, and I've heard you give that answer before, and I love the way that you break it down because, like you said, you're kind of dispelling that myth, right? But, but like you said, it's a huge, um, it's a huge benefit as far as home ownership and the impact within the community. So, I love that you're able to, you know, give that message for our listeners for them to have a little bit better insight into who Habitat is and and what you guys do in the area. Um, so what do you want locals or really anyone listening? Um, what do you want them to know about Habitat for Humanity that maybe they don't know? So another great question. There's so much about Habitat. Uh, I bet a lot of the listeners have been to the Habitat Restores. I mentioned those before, our home improvement and donation centers. Those are also run by us. There's one in Newport News right by Lowe's in the airport. And there's another one in Williamsburg. Uh, right on Jamestown Road across from Abbott Realty. Um, frequent there after I leave the office. <laughs> we sell, we like to say we sell everything, including the kitchen sink there. Okay. So it's building materials, furniture. We have electrical lighting, painting, and then we've got everything else such as jewelry, golf equipment, sporting equipment, and you never know what you're going to get. This weekend, we had uh, three pianos in there and one organ plus a pool table. We had last week a basketball, a regulation basketball, not just the net, but the whole backstop. Um, You never know what you're going to find there. And anyone can donate, businesses that are listening, individuals, churches, schools. And if you're in the need of more furniture, carpentry, cabinets. Um, Anybody can shop there and prices are 60 to 90% off a retail value. But the most important thing to me is that every dime that comes out of the restores, every part of the net profit stays right here in our local community to build even more houses and repair houses for these deserving families with lower incomes. That's phenomenal. So you can shop, have fun, and know you're giving to a great cause. I've got to jump in and interrupt, yes. as you knew I would at some <laughs> point. Like, we knew this was coming. Janet, um, I've got a little bit of insider information on how well those restores do. But I think it's yeah. important for you to share that. I, I know that you are not the type to be boastful, but it's, it's a success story for you and for your team. So will you share with Kara some of the statistics that make your restores so outstanding. I'd be happy to. Thank you. So we are an affiliate in Habitat for Humanity International that works in the United States and Canada and in 80 different countries worldwide. And when we started our first restore in Newport News in 2002, we were one of 50 in the country. Now there's almost a thousand in the country. And Habitat International does some uh, great statistics every year. And uh, the Williamsburg store is number three in the country in terms of every dynamic, square feet, net profit, sales per square feet, uh, lack of incidents, volunteers. And the Newport News store is number 26 in the country. And we are very, very proud of that. We are also looking to open up a third restore. We would like it open up in York County, maybe Hampton. We need a place that has good what we call drive-through drop-off, which is one of the major ways that our community is so generous. You just drive through, you pop your trunk, somebody comes out, takes the items, hands you receipt, and off you go. Now, off you go unless you want to go into the store and shop. Right. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But we are we are searching for that because we are just uh, 
filled to the gills in Newport News. Um, the Williamsburg store is about 40,000 square feet. Newport News is about 20,000 square feet. So we're, we're looking for that third resource space to open up another store. Yeah, well, that was, I'm glad that he did interrupt to have you. Yes. Because those are pretty impressive stats. I mean, on a you know national and global arena. So kudos to you yeah, guys. Yeah. Thank you. It's really outstanding. And the more stuff that we get, sorry, uh, the more stuff that we get, we don't have room for. We have to sell it at lower and lower prices because we've got to get it in and get it out. So it's all a benefit to everybody. And we offer free pickup. We have four large trucks, which would, I like to say strong personnel. A lot of times those are volunteers, but they're, they're paid staff for Habitat that offer free pickup from businesses uh, as well as residentials. And uh, so when you're doing that spring cleaning or now summer cleaning because it's too hot to go outside, we urge you to call Habitat. Perfect. So some of our listeners are probably in the real estate industry just like yes. you and I are. So can you share a little bit more about the SHARE program? Because this is definitely one of those things that was kind of a hidden treasure to me, and I want people to know how that they can contribute in that way. Excellent. So Habitat houses are about 1,200 square feet three bedrooms, two bathrooms. And if you take 1,200 square feet and divide it by about $125,000, that's what it costs us to build a house, a Habitat house, using mostly volunteer labor. We do use all the correct subs for electrical, plumbing, HVAC, and roofs. But about $125,000 divided by 1,200 square feet comes out to $104 and change. So for $105, you can buy one square foot in a Habitat home. And what the real estate community has been wonderful with is maybe you've just sold a house and you've got that commission. You're going to buy a square foot to thank your clients for buying that Habitat home. Or maybe you just sold a Habitat home so you can buy a square foot Maybe the client, not maybe, many of your clients have also bought a square foot. 100% of that money stays local. It will go right here. And in fact, right now, we have a sort of a challenge going on between the real estate community. So VPAR, Virginia Peninsula Association of Realtors, and WAR, Williamsburg Area Association of Realtors, are combining together to see who can raise the most money from selling shares that will benefit Habitat, and we're going to have hopefully two Habitat homes, one on the peninsula, one in the Williamsburg area, that will be all the money has been raised from the realtors, and we hope the realtors will come out. The weather will be cooler later, uh, and they will uh, help actually build the house. Yeah, we're excited about that. You know, it makes total sense for that partnership. So we're really glad. We're just a little competitive, just saying. <laughs> a little competitive. And if you don't have any skills, that's fine. We're used to people being on the job site with very little skills. Um, but for some people, they want to come out and really learn how to use that power saw or that drill. We'll be happy to teach people. Uh, and if you really don't want to do it, you can make lunches, you can bring drinks, you can be just the cheerleaders on the job site. Well, I thank you guys for allowing me on the site. I am not handy at all, but it's proof that anyone can help. Exactly. <laughs> you guys have some really great uh, team members that, you know, they, they give me something like to do. But, you know, it, it's really that collective effort, everyone coming in and being able to get that heavy lift. So we appreciate that you guys give that opportunity. 
Um, what would you say is really the biggest need that maybe Habitat is facing, facing and how our listeners can help, right? Because we talk about the impact um, of the community and we've seen already how many different organizations are coming together. So what is that need? The greatest need we have right now is the lack of affordable land to build more houses on. So they're not making any more land and we really are sort of struggling uh, we have great relationships with our municipalities, especially the city of Newport News and in Hampton. They donate land to us. So that is a wonderful partnership. Up in Williamsburg, James City County, we're able to get, uh, we have actually a person on our staff that is charged with trying to find land. But usually the land is too expensive. And if we can't build on land that's in, uh, in it more inexpensive, plus the house, we won't be able to sell the house to this family with a lower to moderate income. So it affects everybody. We haven't built in York County a new house in probably a dozen years right now because we can't afford the land. We have expanded our service area to New Kent County and Charles City County, where land is a little more plentiful, but it's what we call not shovel-ready land. So we need a lot of the infrastructure and the roads and the curbs and the gutters and the sewers. So that costs us more. So where your listeners can really be helpful is vacant land, especially in those uh, areas that we're not building in right now. We're building primarily in the southeast community of Newport News and an old Northampton community. Anywhere else would be just wonderful. Habitat also renovates homes. So if there's a home that, for instance, is in disrepair or in foreclosure, Habitat will go through all the exact same process. We will not use volunteers to help renovate, but we will go in, we will renovate the entire home, and we will still sell it to a family with that low to moderate income for an affordable mortgage. So if you know of a foreclosure or land, please reach out to anybody at Habitat, but you can start with me. Well, that's a good one to know about because I think so much we hear about the home building. So it's good to know that that's another opportunity to be able to support. Janet, just out of curiosity, um, for the folks that are listening, can you share with them um, some of the benefit that may be available to them for uh, donating land that they might personally have a connection to or their organization might have a connection to and benefit beyond just the amazing impact they'll have on a family's life by donating that land? but. You know, we've had instances before where it's happened, so can you share a little bit? Most definitely, and you're right. The impact is just huge. But for your benefit, besides you feeling everybody can be great and everybody can serve, we do have Neighborhood Assistance Program tax credits available, which I won't get into you with your listeners now, but if you're familiar with NAP, I'm happy to walk somebody through what those uh, tax credits look like. We have tax deductions. Habitat is a 501c3, a nonprofit, where you get 100% deduction off of your taxes. We also do have cash. We're not looking for necessarily, similar to our homeowners, a hand up, I mean a handout. We, we do have cash that we can pay you um, as long as it's an affordable price that we can then turn around and sell the home. We have naming rights on the houses. We have had, uh, we have built 20 homes right now with like, for instance, Newport News Shipbuilding. We've had the Abbott Home House. Ferguson is a great partner of ours. 
if it's something of interest with your family, we've had many families have the house named and they come out for a reunion and they build the house all together and they come for the groundbreaking and the dedication ceremony. I'm probably forgetting other great ideas. Um, oh, I love it. And I actually didn't know about the reunion. Think that's a fun idea. I'm going to subject my family. There it is. There. <laughs> surprise, surprise. And we know that 100... So we have had groups come together as partners we have groups come together as four different groups. We have put together probably a dozen different groups of churches, all building together for the goal of uh, home ownership. So you don't have to have, oh my gosh, I can't even come close to that right. amount. Uh, so, and and quite frankly, I, I, I always hate to say it this way, but money is not our biggest concern with Habitat. Our biggest concern right now is land. With the pandemic, we've also had supply chain issues, just like everybody else in the for-profit building world. Uh, but land really is what what our our most dire need is right now. Gotcha. We we have it on our radar. <laughs> they now know how they can they can help with that. Um, not really a question, but you've given us so many different things to think about. You know, one of the the purposes of this podcast is we really do want to get a lot of these local groups, organizations out and about to the listeners, you know, for us to truly get connected Hampton Roads. So let us, let the listeners know, how can we stay connected to Habitat for Humanity? Thank you. The easiest way is probably going to Habitat's website, which is habitatpgw.org. The PGW is Peninsula and Greater Williamsburg. If you just Google Habitat uh, Newport News, it will still pop up. Uh, and we do have online almost everything. We have people answering the phones, but if you want to sign up to volunteer online, there's a hub. You just sign up. It will tell you where the location is. It will tell you the family that you're building with. It will tell you the dates, the hours, et cetera, and maybe even what task you're doing, whether it's inside or on these hot days outside. We have a repair programs that are always ongoing, which a lot of people don't know about. What we realized is that a lot of people in the Hampton Roads area are staying in their homes longer. They may be with their economic downturn. They can't move. They can't upgrade as much. So we have a repair program that we work in conjunction with cities that they pick a neighborhood and we offer the to go in this one neighborhood that's chosen by the city and do all exterior repairs in one day. That's called a blitz, and that is online. So you can sign up if you would like to give one day, and that's great for groups. Because on the job site, we can only really accept about 10 people. Because at a 1,200-square-foot house, when you have the homeowner there and our workers there, it starts to get kind of crowded. And then in the heat, it really can be bad. So the blitz repairs, the next one is Saturday, September 24th is that we can have 30 and 50 people from one organization all come. Again, one day, it's exterior repairs like wheelchair ramps, porch repairs, stairs, a lot of landscaping, a lot of pulling stuff out of landscaping, et cetera. Maybe painting the outside of a house. It can all be done in one day with unskilled labor. And that's one of the ways I've gotten involved. And I will tell you, it's pretty impressive to see all these different groups come together to just love on that neighborhood and just to even see the neighbors, whether their home is being repaired or not. There's just a sense of community. Um, So I'm excited that those are back. (laughs) They really are. Shout out to your team in the administrative office for their social media work, too, because, you know, all of your major events, the dedications and the groundbreaking ceremonies, et cetera. They live stream them on Facebook. 
you guys do a great job on Instagram. Um, and I recently actually took note of your blog, which I missed for the last 10 years, just didn't pay any attention, and then found it on the website the other day. It's outstanding. So they're doing really good work there. Um, you know, now that I know we're back out and doing things again, the world's re- returning to normal a little bit. Um, beyond volunteer opportunities, I'd love for you to share a little bit of information about maybe your top two or three uh, social events that people could jump in on if they aren't ready to swing a hammer. Maybe they might like to come to some of your signature events that you and Virginia put together. They could come and swing a golf club. Uh, they could come swing at a dance that we've got. We have James River Country Club right here in Newport News has been wonderful and been the host. I think it's our 13th or 14th annual golf um, charity tournament that uh, is on Monday, September 19th. And uh, we are actually almost sold out thanks right, to this very hurry up, people. <laughs> thanks to this very generous community. I think we've got two sponsorships left, but we'll see over a hundred golfers on that one day. We've had fun prizes such as a hole in one, a car or a Rolex watch. And we just have a really fun time for charity for Habitat. And uh, Stephen has <laughs> a supporter. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> the time in politics in DC. Exactly. Um, We have a Raise the Roof, which is our annual fundraising gala, and that's usually the uh, end of February, beginning of March. We have had that, everything from the Ferguson Center. We actually had it at Kathy and Bruce Hornsby's house the first year. We outgrew that. The Ferguson Lobby, we outgrew that. And then we're at CNU at the David Student Union. And that brings together four plus hundred people with open bar, great auction, live music, very few speeches, uh, because we know that people really just want to see and be seen and and, uh, have a really good time. And again, 100% of the net profits from each of these events goes to uh, staying right here locally to build more homes. We have a 5K race. It's called Run the Dog. Dog is Duke of Gloucester Street in Williamsburg which before the pandemic saw over, I think it was 2,000 runners um, in in the, the in Colonial Williamsburg running through with, you've got the cows and the horses, and we have the pipe, uh, fife and drum corps come out, and children can participate in that with all the schools. And we partner with that with Colonial Sports in Williamsburg, and it is just a fun event um, and you're done. It starts at about 7.30 and you're done by about 9 and there's a farmer's market. So, And that also sells out early because I tried last year and <laughs> didn't quite make it. But go early, oh, that's people. That's okay. You can come volunteer with <laughs> me at the cheer station. There you go. Right. There you go. At I'm some run it, though. <laughs> 5 a.m. Um, I'm still running it. I started last year and I'm almost done with the 5. I still have the .2K, whatever that go. is. And as your listeners, I, I, I'm not a runner. I was not a golfer. Uh, I'm not a dancer, but I participate in all of the things. And I'm certainly not a construction worker, but I do put one nail in every house so I can say I help build every one of the homes that we've done. Well, Janet, it's an incredible impact that you and your organization have in our community. It's truly a gem of Hampton Road. So uh, to the listeners, I hope you've enjoyed the time today with Janet. Um, I hope you'll volunteer, fundraise, friend raise, whatever it is. Shop. Great organizations (laughs) are, you know, only get better with great support of our community. So 
Um, Janet, thank you for all you do to make Hampton Roads so wonderful. And thank you for being with us today. Kara, Stephen, thank you so much. I really enjoyed myself. Hey, thanks for listening and getting connected. This podcast is provided by Abbott Realty, serving Hampton Roads in real estate since 1946. Please stay connected with us on social at Abbott Realty. See you next time.